Welcome to the Officer Media Group Roll Call Podcast. Officer Roll Call is meant to inform and entertain. Now, let's get into this episode. Welcome. This is Paul Peluso. I'm the editor of Officer Magazine, and this is the Officer Roll Call Roll Call Podcast. I'm joined by um, our editorial director, Frank Borelli. How's it going, Frank? Good morning, Paul. Doing well. Hey, great. Well. Today, we're going to talk about the uh, Officer Station Design Awards for 2022. This was featured in the uh, November-December issue of Officer Magazine. And, you know, we're, we're very proud to be able to present um, this awards uh, program. Uh, this is the third year uh, that we've done this. And basically, it's a collection of um, you know, some of the best uh, facilities that have been um have, that have been submitted to us, law enforcement facilities, from uh, combined facilities to training facilities to um, the headquarters uh, that have been constructed. So, yeah, Frank, I, I think it's really good that um, you know this program's really done well for us, and it's something that I think is a little bit different um, in in the industry. Yeah, I, I got to admit. When this was first, uh, and I'll say thrust upon us, when we were told we were going to have to start doing this and covering these, I really, I didn't expect there to be anything of great interest. I expected it to be uh, pretty boring. I mean, when you go in a lot of facilities, especially traditional, the, the 20, 30, 40 year old facilities, they're all industrial grade, uh, cinder block and steel and gray paint, and there's not a lot of personality to them. And and I've really been pleasantly surprised. Number one, not a, only with the um, participation we've seen from the industry, both on the architectural side, the design side, and, and the law enforcement side, public safety side, but in the things that they're doing now to make the facilities, uh, well, modern. I mean, it's it's no more just the cinder blocks and steel, and and we're going to build it to last 150 years and, and be rugged and durable and ugly. It's not ugly anymore. These things really look great, and they perform amazingly well. Yeah. So yeah, for the first time, actually, this year, I was able to take part in the uh, the judging uh, for the program. So that that was a really good experience. Um, I've been going to the station design conference for the last couple of years now. So I've been able to meet, you know, a lot of architects and a lot of um, a lot of people who work on these uh, facilities. Um, but being part of the judging was 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 really a good experience. I got to go out to suburban, suburban uh, Chicago um that, that was a few months ago and there um we had uh, along with janet wilmoth who uh has run this program uh since its inception uh we had sergeant dennis brinkman from the woodridge uh, illinois police department um bradley j mall from um mall and whiteman uh architects uh he's a vice president of that architecture group um police chief phil uh philip norden from the Glen Ellen uh, Police Department in Illinois. And we also had uh, Jonathan Tallman, who's associate principal at Dewberry uh, Architects. So, you know, we, we gathered that day and basically discussed um, all of the, uh, all of the facilities that had been nominated uh, for awards. And basically the, the four panelists were able to, four judges were able to give their views on each one. And uh, it was a really good discussion. Um, really good to see, you know, both from the law enforcement perspective um, and the administrative perspective, what they thought and what the architects thought as well. Um, so, and I think we, we saw a lot of, uh, 
a lot of good things. Uh, Frank, have you, I, I don't believe you have, but have you been involved or basically when, when you see or hear about, you know, new facilities being built, what kind of feedback, um, I guess, have you heard from the, the people involved? Well, you know, it's kind of interesting because yeah. from the command perspective, the administrative level up, uh, you know, you hear how they, they need um, new buildings or refurbished buildings that yeah. are going to be more, more cost effective. Um, that they're, they're going to encompass more capabilities and make the public feel more integrated into the agency, more welcome into the agency. And if, when you, when you get into the political side of it, that's a definite thing from the utility side of it, from the operators, guys, the guys working the street, you know, they want to know what's going to be available uh, that they didn't have before, you know, is, is there going to be a gym in the new building? Are we finding space for a gym? Um, are the storage facilities going to be better? Is the evidence going to be better? Is it just not going to be, I heard one, one group of guys, they were talking about how an old mental hospital had been converted into a sheriff's headquarters. And in the basement, everything still looked like it was the, the mental hospital the, <laughs> they, where they treated uh, people who were mentally ill or emotionally challenged, you know, like, and it's haunted down there and we don't want to go down there. And they painted it. That was all they did. They just painted it and it made it so much better. So, I mean, there's always the, the, the plethora of approaches, but it's um, really good to see what we saw in these designs. Um, the, the new modern, they really have integrated the public and opened things up to make the public feel more welcome, but they are really serving the need. And that balance is so intricate. And uh, before I let you continue, I do want to thank you and Janet and our four judges uh, for having gotten together and, and gone through all these. Uh, not an easy task. Uh, to figure out who's the the gold and silver winners and so forth, but really to go through and see there's so much information available. I appreciate you all doing that. Hey, thanks, Frank. And yeah, so I, I just wanted to go through a couple of these um, and, and talk about um, a, couple, a couple of the uh, trends that we saw um, this year. And the, the first one um, is the North Little Rock Justice Center. So this is the one that was actually featured on the cover of the magazine of the November, December issue of Officer Magazine. And so what, one of the big uh, trends we have seen, and this was in, they got the gold award for the public safety centers, is uh, the idea of combined facilities about, you know, having multiple um, entities within one, I guess, main facility, uh, say, you know, fire department, um, in, in this case, uh, police, sometimes you have uh, city administration, some, sometimes city hall, uh, the courts, it, it, it all depends. Um, but for North Little Rock uh, in, in Arkansas, it, it really did work out for them uh, to have this, you know, big new space to be able to use. And, um, and a lot of these two, you'll see that they'll, they'll include com community rooms too. And a big part of it is kind of keeping those community rooms separate from, you know, the day-to-day -day law enforcement stuff that has to be heavily secured. Uh, so yeah. security is a big deal with a lot of these facilities. And that's something that the judges really uh, uh, took into account uh, when, when reviewing these. And, um, and yeah, so, so this is one. Um, and also within that, we had uh, the Provo Public Safety um, public safety and city center that does include, you know, city hall within that public safety center. And that got the, uh, that also got a gold award uh, for public safety centers. Both of these, both uh, North Little Rock and Provo, um, our judges like 
so much. Um, Provo was done by Architects Design Group and North Little Rock was done by uh, uh, Hoffer Welker um, Architects. They, they liked both of them so much that they decided to give both of them gold awards. So that's uh, that really shows how well these uh, facilities um, look and just everything that was included with them um, and what they were given to judge. So yeah, it's, it's worth noting, Paul, forgive me for interrupting you. Yeah. At least in the one case, if you look at the, the images we have available online for the North Little Rock Justice Center, um, it's it's not just public safety it is truly a justice center and mm -hmm. where i live we'd call that a courthouse because it's got courtrooms in it yep um and when you look at the provo public safety and city center it's again it's not just public safety there's a whole lot of other services integrated into it um and because it's that way obviously like you said you have to have the secure spaces but you have the rest of it that's kind of open to the public and and just lets folks wander in uh, the it has employee spaces to make the employees feel not quite so, I don't know, at work during the day. I mean, I'm looking at images of, of a kitchen. It almost looks like a cafe area in this thing. And uh, it, it just it's truly it just amazes me. Terraced eating spaces and break yep. areas. It's amazing stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I think that there, there's a nice terrace on the Provo one overlooking the uh the mountains mountains there yeah. and that uh that that's amazing <laughs> that yeah. I, I know where judges were like i would you know be pleased to eat lunch out there that that is a nice space um right so the the next thing i want to talk about is our the training facilities and um the uh Kissimmee public safety training facility in uh in florida which was done by the architects design group so this the main highlight of this is um the indoor it's a 20 lane 50 yard indoor firearms training center um and i mean frank when you look at this thing from the outside you know the outside of this facility it doesn't look like much but we we do did talk a lot about having buildings that kind of blend in with your uh, surroundings and if you look at this i'm based down here in florida not too far from uh from that area and it really would it looks like a florida building it's just kind of nondescript stucco um, so that, that's why that looks like that. But when you look at the inside of this thing and what they have at their disposal, as far as training, um, it, it looks like a good model facility. And, and when you look at it again, it's public safety training, not just police training. Yes. So yes. I'm going to make two comments. One, the, the fire tower, mm -hmm. uh, and that piece of the training facility, <clears throat> very ruggedized, very modernized, very necess necessary for, your, your basic firefighter training. And I absolutely love it. And when I do look at that indoor range, so, so many ranges today, if you're indoor, they have a fixed firing line and the targets move. In this case, they have, uh, you know, the, the targets stay at the end of the, of the berm, as we would call it. And the shooters move. Um, but when you look at uh, the, the ceiling design, the walls design, you take into consideration, and I learned so much of this interviewing people uh, when we did some material way back, a little ways back on yeah. sound control. Um, the, the insulation and, and the, uh, to, to, to soften the sound or deaden the sound, it, there's so much design detail that goes into it that you just never see. But I really like the way they designed that range with the lane spaces being marked, um, it, the fact that the shooters move and not the targets that makes ventilation systems easier. It, it's just, it amazes me all the way around. It's good looking buildings. 
And so another one um, within that category is the uh, FLETC slash FPS training facility. That's uh, uh, Glencoe. That's in Glencoe, uh, Georgia, their yep. federal law enforcement training facility. And yeah, this is it's not one that we would usually get submitted uh, these federal training facilities. And it was really interesting to see what they had here. It's a lot of, um, you know, set up with metal detectors and different things where, you know, the people are training on, um, on this equipment. And it's a pretty big uh, facility that they have there with a lot of different components. And uh, that, that was from um, uh, the Johnson McAdams firm. It was the architect on that one. But um, yeah, it was just very interesting to see a facility like this. Yeah, I mean, people forget that the Federal Protective Service is responsible for security at every federal building. And you, you think it's simple to, uh, to use magnetometers, metal detectors, yep. as we commonly call them and all that, mm -hmm. but and x-ray machines and everything. It's, there's a training curve. And to see a building dedicated to that kind of training is, is really interesting. So yeah, as you um as you go through this, there there's some really you know nice looking buildings. The South San Francisco uh, Civic Campus uh, Police Station in California is, is definitely you know a big modern uh, police department in a pretty busy area. Um, you have the uh, the Medford Police Headquarters uh, in in Massachusetts that was done by uh, Context Architecture um, that. Um, is also, you know, a, a big facility, um, a, a decent sized facility, but one that they tried to do a few things to kind of blend in with their surroundings. Um, a lot of the, the trends that we've been seeing uh, over the past several years actually involved uh, a lot of using a lot of natural light uh, to, to get, you know, the be able to kind of work off of inside of the facility and kind of be become more presenting to the public from the outside um but with that definitely comes some challenges with security and uh having to have you know higher rated uh glass that's used and you know it, it's kind of playing a tricky game um with wanting to be more you know, literally transparent um by having more glass involved but at the same time having uh there's issues with security. Uh, what do you think about that, Frank? I think that's, uh, it's, you know, it's a challenge we've always had. So you have to balance the feeling of welcome versus the balance of access. Um, and, and we do have, you know, with new materials and new design features, we, we've really done a great job. The architectural firms and the construction companies done a great job with that. Um, it, it's, it's a challenge. It's never going to go away. I mean, you think about it. We invite the public in, but not everybody in the public's friendly. And we see that every now and then in attacks on police stations and stuff. And I think that this is a, it's, it's a necessary evil, so to speak, of the designs. But it's something, two things I wanted to point out as I was going through these, um, that the South San Francisco Civic Campus Police Station that you mentioned, the designers for that, Brinkley Sergeant Wigginton Architects? Yep. If, if, if people look at the photos in the article in the magazine or online, the, the two things that I, I love about this is the, the difference in offset of lettering. So in the, the one where they have the evidence area, Paul, you have this huge yellow wall with black lettering that says evidence and it takes up two thirds of the wall. But if you really pay attention, you realize that some of those letters are split and the walls that you're looking at are feet 
apart. I mean, you have a whole break area, probably 10 or 12 feet, where the top of the letters are that far apart from the bottom of the letters. But they can, they're still continuous in the design, and I think that's really cool. And even on the front of that station, the word police is not uh, painted onto the wall. Their actual letters hung from a ceiling overhang, and when the sun hits the building, you have police twice because you have the letters that hang and you have the shadows on the wall behind it. And that kind of is the same play of the split lettering and the difference in depth. Those kind of design features, people go, yeah, it's really artistic. What's it got to do with operational capability? It doesn't. But it's the kind of thing like that, that some segment of the public will see that and go, this is really neat. I like that. And it's not just, again, your cold gray steel structure of, of menace. It's it's kind of a, an artistic design feature that really it makes it feel like it's a, a more welcoming area. Great. Well, one last uh, trend I want to talk about is um, renovation uh, projects and also having room for future expansion. Yep. So the San Marcos uh, Police Department um, was an expansion and renovation product project that was based in uh, Texas and was done by KGA um, Architects. And yeah, when you look at this thing from the outside, it, it does have some uh, things that they did to make it look a lot newer. And when you look at the old photos versus the new photos, um, we, we have more online than we have in the magazine here um, that you can check out at officer.com. But, uh, but yeah, it, it really um, underwent a transformation from what they had to deal with and, uh, and, and what it is now. And, you know, that can really be a way to save money instead of having to start from scratch, really using the footprint that you have um, and, and being able to work off of that. Not everybody can, um, but, but in this case, it really worked out well for them. In another facility was the Front Rural Police Headquarters in Virginia, um, which that was done by Mosley Architects. And basically the, the, the town had purchased uh, what 5.24 acres of uh, land that was previously occupied by a manufacturing plant. And the, this building uh, has room for expansion and, or the site has room for expansion and the building will meet the needs of the department through 2040. And the site will allow room for a phase build out for the next 25 years. Yep. So it, it's nice if you don't have the budget now, um, you know, you can build, have you know be able to purchase more land but um build a smaller uh facility but then have room to expand in the future so i think that's being able to look forward and know uh, what your needs will be is is definitely a good thing it's vital and if you and if you know you have needs that your budget can't afford right now you can stagger them out and know when your budget is going to afford them and build onto them but you get you have to plan for that add-on later or you end up having to go through the whole design process again. I need to do a great job with that. And uh, just one last thing, I'd, I'd like to just thank the architects that submitted, um, some submitted several uh, of these nominees, um, these projects. So the Archi Architects Design Group, Lincoln Brinkley, Sergeant Wright, um, BRW, Clark Nexon, Context, uh, FGM, Harford Welker, the John, Johnson McAdams firm, KGA, and Mosley Architects. So I just want to, you know, thank them for uh, submitting these uh, year after year now, now on the third year, about to go on the fourth year. So if you guys haven't heard of this, um, you know, program yet, definitely check it out at officer.com. 
and uh, we, we have a lot of different facilities there you can view. And like I said, it's something a li- little bit different than what we usually do. And I, I think it's done well. 100%. I agree with you. And I do want to thank those architects and design firms. I want to thank the judges again and you and Janet for making it all happen. Great. Well, yeah, I want to thank everybody from uh, for joining us today uh, for this discussion. And as always, you can uh, contact us at editors at officer.com with any suggestions or anything you want to, um, if you want to leave us a note. Agreed. Thank you very much, sir. Okay, take care. Thank you for listening to this episode of Officer Roll Call. Be sure to check back every two weeks for a new episode. Stay safe.